Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Start. Uh. Hi from wherever it's Jeremy Man, Man presents Russell and Start Jeremy Man Man instead of Axel on Spreaker. Tonight we got the tonight here you ratify. Zapsu Plus, we got the wrestling report. Head over so you can fit to 30 minutes of our lesson. Now, here are your hosts, and it is 1 at 11 o'clock or whatever time you're listening to this. Straight over, man, it's in the best way. Welcome to the show. I'm Steve, that's Jay. Haha. Hi there. Got him. Alright, let's get to this. On My Hero Academia, school festival start. On Paranoia Agent, Ikari and Miniwa talk of an old homeless woman who claims that Shuchiko, uh, Shukiku, uh, whatever the fuck, was alone and she was attacked. Takeo remembers her childhood and the secrets about her father that she uncovered by the little slugger at Piers and attacks her. <coughs> On Mob Psycho 100, after the incident with the religious organization, the. <coughs> Part on. Uh, the evil spirit Dimple and Mizato Ichi from the school paper start following Mob. On Black Clover, the final attack. On Judge's Bizarre Adventure Golden Wind, after the battle between Risotto and Doppio. Apaccio uses Moody Blues to learn the boss's identity. And on Naruto Shippuden, Naruto and Killer P engage in battle against the reanimated Itachi Uchiha and Nagato. And that's your Tanami Fury about to pay. Zap to it. Now to Steve for the rest. Hey, how you doing, everybody? Good evening. Uh, by the way, just, just to, uh, it, it, uh, I'm just done watching uh, what's been going on in Los Angeles. Uh, uh, some of the protesters have hit Beverly Hills, and one shot—that's where I wanna be. You're, you're gonna love this. You'll never guess. The first thing they hit was it Gucci? No. No. Was it? Uh, oh, I don't know. A uh, Seven Eleven. No, no. Gotta say it was an a, it, it was, and uh, bless you, KABC Television, for having the telecopters with the long, long lens. <laughs> it was an anime store. Oh, boy. Yeah. And um, they got one guy. He was, 
He came out with a Goku outfit. <laughs> I am not kidding. Oh, boy. Uh, anyway, let's get on to something pleasant, if not totally just in need of relaxation here. That's right. Let's get to some of what occurred last night on Schmuckdown. Uh, CM Punk uh, reacted to the uh, Jeff Hardy arrest storyline. And uh, this is what he said on the Fox, on the FS1 show WWE Backstage. Uh, it opened with an act. Uh, let's see. Punk commented on the segment and made fun of how things went down. Lol. At the cop sniffing the full beer bottle that didn't get spilt and saying, Jeff Hardy. Like he's calling bingo numbers. I'm dying, Punk wrote. Ryan Loco joked that maybe the cop was announcing Jeff as the winner of the car. Punk joked back, he's with us. We found him in the bushes. Punk also responded to a fan who asked if the Just Crazy segment was real or what. He wrote, 100% real. Another fan let Punk know that the police officer was played by an inhaler. <laughs> oh, boy. You gotta love these people. Was played by an enhancement talent, indie wrestler Marvelous Michael Stevens from the Atlanta area. Punk responded to that tweet and said, Stevens deserves the Slammy Award. Good Lord, if they bring that back. And we all know we're in trouble. Keeping with the lighter mood during the trying times, Punk responded to a fan who speculated that Sheamus and Baron Corbin were trying to set Hardy up. Punk joked, absolutely despicable, those two. Punk later commented on how the opening SmackDown segment made him laugh during a rough week of negativity. Actor and noted pro wrestling fan Paul Walter Hauser asked him if a segment like that makes him want to wrestle again. Punk responded, currently divided. The country is on fire, and it legit made me laugh out loud for a second. So entertained, mission accomplished. I'm happy I don't take it so seriously anymore. Punk will make his return to WWE Backstage Panel Tuesday. You can catch it all on FS1. And, uh, wow. What more can one say except, wow. More to the latest news, folks, from the wide world of the weird that is pro wrestling. Uh, Reby Hardy is, uh, has responded to timing criticism over Matt drowning during the stadium stampede. Uh, as we all know, last week, former WWE star Shad Gaspard passed away, uh, of a uh, uh, large wave that took him under, drowned. Same week at AEW Double or Nothing, there was a spot with Santana and Ortiz drowning Matt Hardy during the stadium stampede match that some fans questioned the timing of. Well, Matt's wife, Reby, or, or is that Reby? R-E-B-Y, Reby. Reby or Reby? Responded to one fan who brought up the scene. She said, quote, Started after uh, Rebby wrote, quote, I'm throwing my TV out, and a Twitter user replied, you should have done that when well, Matt Hardy agreed to do that pull spot with Santana and Ortiz at Stadium Stampede match days, match 
days after Shag's death. Hypocrite. Rip. Rebbe went on to explain that Matt Hardy transforming in water has been part of a gimmick for over five years. She also mentioned that Shag Gaspart was their friend. Matt has magically transformed in water, a part of a gimmick for over five years now, and this moron wants to try it. Shag was our friend. We've been heartbroken and shook, uh, and shook TF up since it happened. You didn't even effing know him. Stop the faux outrage and f all the way off a effing reach. Maybe also added, and while we're at it, F these people too. There was no drowning angle. There was no drowning period. There's a lot on TV too upset about this week, but this ain't it. Wow. You gotta love that woman. She does she does speak. Uh let's see. Cody uh Rhodes. Yes, I did say that game and that name too. Fully. Cody Rhodes. Oh, what's WWE going to do? Uh, he responded to comments about AEW's treatment of their black talent. A fan asked, when are the black talent in your company going to be treated like main event stars? Do you believe in the hashtag all lives matter? What is AEW doing to make sure that their black fans feel valued? Cody replied with examples of Scorpio Sky being one of the first AEW champions and AEW having the only black executive in wrestling history. He wrote also, quote, one of our first champions was a black man. We have the only black executive in wrestling history as part of our core infrastructure as well. Our fans are beyond valued. I'd encourage you to watch my interview from this past week where I spoke directly to the viewer at home. All Elite Wrestling was also called out by former GCW world champion AJ Gray today on social media. Gray tweeted, quote, how are you going to preach diversity, yet you won't hire black wrestlers who are equally talented, if not more talented, and now you won't stand up for black people's uh, human rights? I'm all the way good on going to Jacksonville. As of this writing, no one from AEW responded to Grace's comment, and I will be among them. No comment from me on that. AJ, come on, please. Uh, Tracy Smothers uh, gives us a little update on his uh, battle with cancer. We give you that update. Tracy Smothers, as you know, uh, wrestled here in Jackson twice. Hi, Kiba. Good friend. Good friend of ours. Good acquaintance. Uh, this is the update uh, courtesy of Tracy Smothers. I'm doing better. Completed six rounds of chemo so that was just a battle i've been done with that for a little bit i'm just trying to stay in with this pandemic going on my immune system is still kind of low so i have to watch it i have a checkup on thursday to see what's going on i'm just trying to stay on top of it and take my medicines right just kind of laying low and hoping things get back to normal end quote chris hero formerly known as Cassius Ono and WWE, started a GoFundMe to support, to support Smothers and recently gave an update in the fundraiser. Uh, in regards to the COVID-19 pandemic, Smothers talked about the tough adjustment that many people have had to go through. Smothers admitted, it's changed the world, it's changed everybody's lives, so we got to just adjust. It's hard. You get stir-crazy, restless, things like that. You know, you 
took for granted a lot of stuff, right? My gosh, just sitting down, eating at a restaurant somewhere and or going to a ball game. It's crazy, the new normal. He also took time to reflect on his career. He talked about the fun he had while also dealing with many of the hardships like the passing of many of his close friends. I got to travel a lot of the world. I would have done that with any other job. I could have played the game a little better politically and stuff and done a little better. It's like anything, a lot of politics. It's all part of it. I always stayed busy. It's always a lot of fun to go to another country, somewhere you've never been. The sad thing is that a lot of my friends are dead. Are dead. It's so sad. It just breaks your heart when you see their kids, widows, and things like that. It's just terrible. End quote. Uh, many wrestlers have taken the time to celebrate the life of Shad Gaspard over the past few days and weeks. Smothers talked about the time he worked with Gaspard and JTG and praised their work ethic. A couple of years ago in Owensboro, Kentucky, for WWA, Guido and myself worked uh, Shad and JT. That's the only time I ever worked with him. And it went good. Those guys had a good mind for a business, and I don't know why WWE ever let him go. Good guys. He was doing the acting and stunt work. Guys had good heads on their shoulders. September or, or October was the last time I saw him. Smothers worked briefly in the WWE in the late 90s and early 2000s. However, injuries have had affected Smothers, and he talked about the injuries he suffered while with the WWE. He had a ripped groin. And I had it done in Japan. I had like four tours in a row before I got there, and I ripped it on the second night of the tour. I slipped on some water outside of the ring, and I did the splits. I couldn't train like I wanted to. I couldn't move like I wanted to. No kidding. As Smothers noted earlier, he did not play the political game of wrestling. He talked about how politics was a big part of his uh, WWE experience. A lot of the politics Jim Cornette brought us in. I guess he had some heat with the office, with some of them in there. And might have had some heat with Sean. And you're kind of guilty by association. That's part of it. It happens. Not the first time, and it's not going to be last. I was there a year, and I went to ECW after that. Smothers had worked for Cornette and Paul Heyman through the, his time in WWE and ECW. He called them two of the best minds he ever worked for and compared their styles. Smothers stated, If you can get them working together, you'd probably have something. But they'd probably try to kill each other. Jimmy would think way ahead, where Paul is a lot on the fly. Paul would write on the napkin. Jimmy would plan way ahead. Jimmy was the last of the old territory guys. And Paul's ECW concept changed the whole business. Both of them made a lot of guys stars, two of the smartest guys I know. Uh, he also named other wrestlers and promoters that he felt also had great minds for the business, like Michael Hayes and Jerry Lawler, uh, Dutch Mantel, Arn Anderson, Terry Taylor, folks like that. I got to tell you, um, wh- uh, wow. That is a well in two-thirds. And by the way, we're going to play a little game. It's called, How Old is Jake Roberts? Now, now Brain, if you're listening, I'm going to give you about uh, a, a leeway of about 10 years, plus or minus 10 years, 
tell me, tell me, tell me too, how old do you think a Jake the Snake Roberts is? 69. Oh, are you so close? We got to give him something, boys. We got to give this man something. Uh, oh, there you are. Let's let's just give it to him. Hey, that's right. Congratulations, Brain. You were four years off. He's uh, 65. So, uh, there you go. Oh, cheesy applause for the Brain. Not bad, dude. Not bad. And uh, he owes his life to uh, DDP. Uh, earlier this week, FTR, Cash Wheeler, and Dax Harwood. That sounds like a porn name. Dax Harwood. <laughs> uh, they debuted for AEW, helping the Young Bucks by dispatching the Blade and the Butcher, Sans the Bunny. On social media, Arn Anderson later commented on the duo. Those hashtag FTR boys have a certain enforcer quality about them. Hashtag AEW might want to look into a paternity test. Uh, FTR will have a little sit-down interview with Tony Schiavone on this upcoming Wednesday's uh, broadcast. I say this, Haikiba. I saw it, and damn, they were good. They were good. Uh, let's see. Um WWE is continuing to cut cost. Uh, let's see here. Due to COVID-19, according to uh, PW Insider, over the last 48 hours, a number of individuals were informed of the change. Uh, the cuts were in the form of executives and officials taking that lovely thing called a reduction in pay. WWE has already announced last month these changes were coming. No word on when their salaries would go back to normal. On last night's SmackDown, Sasha Banks wore an armband with Hana on it to pay tribute to Hana Kimura. The stardom wrestler passed away last weekend at the age of 22 after committing suicide from being cyberbullied after an incident that aired on the Japanese reality TV show Terrace House. That's why I hate reality TV shows. We take them too seriously. Ah, let's see. Um, and, and by the way, I'm going to congratulate ODB. She is uh, continuing her goal of uh, getting back into shape. Not for just wrestling, mind you, but for uh, doing some uh, swimsuit photos. Now... Much of the country has been shut down the last few months due to the coronavirus, but ODB's new meet-and-greet food truck continues to hit, a, hit the road, and I wish it would hit the road here in Michigan. The pro wrestling community came together last year to help raise money for a TNA favorite through an Indiegogo campaign after our last food truck caught fire. For the Minnesotan, business has been booming, or maybe in her case, BAMING! Everyone needs food trucks right now. I'm going wherever I can. I'm doing neighborhood delivery even. 
it's kind of a cool thing we're kind of doing together. It gets me excited and happy because I get to see when I'm coming through the neighborhood, all the kids say, oh, sweet, we got our own food truck tonight. Then they get excited because all the wrestling stuff, they get to hold the belt. So it's kind of cool. It puts a smile on my face that I can do that for people. Then the whole wrestling world has been amazing to me. I basically got my dream food truck. The entrepreneur describes the new version as 120% better upgrade. The original was actually a trailer where this is an actual truck. It puts me out there more because I'm based in Minnesota. They do a lot of events here, but sometimes they just want food trucks. It does open more doors for me with the truck, ODB said. There have been some pros and cons, like I've been having some trouble with it breaking down here and there. That's one thing about a food truck. You're definitely putting a lot more money into it than a trailer. You break down, you're screwed. It has been a totally easy road for ODB as the truck did break down almost two weeks ago. It got towed twice. These temporary setbacks haven't stopped her from continuing to bring her signature barbecue to the masses. Oh, 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 oh. Aside from food truck, ODB is known to pick up a bartending shift here and there. Working in so many industries, she feels for everyone hurting right now. This includes her brothers and sisters in wrestling. The veteran applauds those who have been pulling through and wrestling in front of no crowds. Uh, This is what she said about that. That goes back to our indie days, wrestling in front of five people. It's pretty badass they're doing that. The big uh, WrestleMania, the biggest event of the year, and they wrestled with no crowd. That goes a long way with those guys. It's pretty cool. The wrestlers and crew did that. I just hope everyone is safe. Um, I just don't know what to think of this whole damn virus. I think if everyone has to travel a lot, but you're going to the same place, if you're around the same people pretty much, I don't think it would be a problem. If you do have a choice, the wrestlers hopefully had a choice of going on the road or staying home. And uh, the full interview, by the way, with ODB is on the Wrestling Inc. Daily uh, podcast. So there you go on that one. But I got to tell you, she's good. I hope one day her food truck will uh, uh, pay a visit to this wonderful little peninsula that we got. Uh, Vince McMahon biography to be published in 2022, probably. Uh, probably written by a ghostwriter. Well, it didn't say an autobiography. It said a biography. Uh-huh. There's a big difference. Yes, indeed. I, I got to agree with you. So whenever this happens, I would be interested in knowing just... Uh, how far Mr. McMahon would go in his uh, in his biog. But uh, we will find out when it when does uh, happen. Uh, let's see, what else we got uh, left and remaining here in this lovely little thing. Uh, WWE Total, be- Total Bellas. Ah, oh, yes, Total Bellas. Drew the second lowest viewership of the season this week. Oh, the show uh, on E drew four hundred forty-seven thousand viewers, according to Showbuzz Daily. 
Second lowest viewership of the season, going back to episode six, which drew 415,000 viewers. This week's show, down from last week's episode, which drew 533 viewers, uh, excuse me, 533,000 viewers, ranked number eight on Cable's Top 150 with a .25 rating in the key demo. This was the ninth episode of the fifth season. You can see uh, the recap video on WrestlingInc.com. But, uh, wow. Um, let's see what else we got. A few momentations. Uh, let's see. WWE will celebrate Adam Cole's title reign this weekend. And, oh, by the way, uh, Brick Baker was uh, featured on the latest edition of AEW uh, Unscripted with uh, Tony Schiavone and Aubrey Edwards. Uh, Find out how she and Adam Cole met. All that and a whole lot more. Britt Baker on uh, Unrestricted on the AEW YouTube channel. If we plug, we plug good. Okay, kitties. Let's see what else you... Uh, ah, okay. Up, boys. Uh, Triple H and Drew McIntyre comment on a young fan who wrote a WWE story to benefit UK nurses. Here's just a little bit of it. Uh, WWE champion Drew McIntyre and Triple H true took to Twitter today to comment on seven-year-old Kayla McFalls, who is making headlines in the UK for giving back to the National Health Service nurses. Kaylin and his father recently created a JustGiving.com uh, crowdfunding funding campaign to raise money for the National Health Services nurses that are working at their local hospital, the Monklands in Copebridge, Dyer, during the coronavirus pandemic. The campaign began after Kaylin was growing tired of homeschooling during the COVID-19 lockdown. Uh, so he decided that he wanted to write a book described as a part real life and part story on his love of all things WWE and pro wrestling and his dream of being a WWE superstar one day. He completed the book after two weeks and he also planned to sell copies of his book titled The Main Event of WrestleMania that donate all the money raised to the uh, uh, National Health Services nurses as local hospital. Well, McIntyre tweeted a photo from his previous meeting with Kalen and took a, and a look at him signing a copy of the book. Uh, let's see, do we have the quotes? No, no quote. Okay. What an incredible story and gesture. Seven-year-old Kalen has raised over 1,500 pounds for NHS UK with his tale of, a, of main eventing WrestleMania against myself. As I told you, stick in school, work hard, and one day you'll turn fiction into nonfiction, pal, Drew wrote. Triple H also tweeted a photo with a copy of Kalen's book. He wrote, quote, Last week I learned about a young man who wrote a story about his dream of being in the main event of WrestleMania. And since then, he has raised over 1,200 pounds for uh, uh, the... National Health Services uh, of UK. Amazing things could happen when you dream big. Thanks for dreaming of others. And uh, it shows full tweets. 
right there. So, uh, there we go, right there. And, uh, by the way, Nia Jax is, for those who really care, and I know there's a lot of used that do's, Nia Jax is 36. So, happy birthday to her. Hornswoggle turns 34. And uh, WWE coach and currently regretting his last name being used by the folks at WrestleTalk as the coronavirus. He turns 47, and Nitro Girl Spice, believe it or not, is also 47. Not bad, and by the way, by the way, uh, Byron, Byron, Brian Kendrick turns 41. That is not bad. Yes. The Brian Kendrick, as we all remember him. And uh, let's see, one more little story before we call it a Fred or a Knight or uh, a Dave or a Tom, whichever, wherever, whatever. Um, let's see here. Yep. Okay, um, uh, they asked Vince McMahon on the XFL surviving. Um, I was known earlier, uh, XFL boss Vince McMahon responded to the claims that he was looking to buy back the league and new bankruptcy rulings. Well, here's a full comment uh, from the recent deposition uh, testimony. Quote, I don't know why that's out there making me out to be the bad guy that I'm supposed to buy the XFL back for pennies on the dollar, basically. That helped me move into the direction of I'm not going to be a bidder, not going to have anything to do with it. I do hope that someone will pay a lot of money for it. I do hope that it will survive. End quote. While looks like Vince won't be a bidder, there are dozens of potential purchasers currently in active discussions with the XFL's investment bank, Houlihan Loki. According to the filing, The Athletic adds that the most potential purchasers have indicated that the potential for an XFL season in the spring of 2021 is important to them. Now, just who are these uh, people? Well, 20 potential purchasers have executed a non-disclosure agreement and gained access to a date room that contains extensive diligent materials on the league. And as of that date, six more potential purchasers were in the process of executing non-disclosure to gain access to the data room. Furthermore, the XFL has crafted a scenario for a potential tournament that will begin in February 2021. Uh, quote, in fact, I understand the debtor has modeled for 2021 a made-for-TV 12-week tournament-style approach to its business. Since the XFL is particularly well-suited for a crowd-free experience that could thrive in the current environment, given its existing innovations such as in-game audio from players and coaches and live on-screen sports wagering information, wrote uh, uh, William Hardy from Houlihan and Company. Uh, the committee of creditors wants the sale process to run through mid-September instead of the early July time frame that was proposed by McMahon in a concession. Vince agreed to extend the sales process for the first week of August, 
He warned that any more time would jeopardize a relaunch in 2021. A Delaware bankruptcy court. <laughs> Why not? All bankruptcy courts are in Delaware. Figure that out. Well, anyway, a Delaware bankruptcy court hearing was scheduled for Wednesday of this week for the dispute between the league and its parent company, Alpha Entertainment, and its creditors. We'll give you that update uh, coming soon to a uh, Wrestle Anime hut near you. And Brain, uh, just got one more little... Uh, Little fundamat before we uh, before we take off for the evening and into the world of that's right into the world of anime fun thrills and adventure. We want to uh, uh, say that of course curfews have been set in L.A. and neighboring cities as protesters continue to clash with police. So there you go. We want to congratulate the folks at SpaceX. Uh, the historic flight to the International Space Station was a success. And for a while, um, gave us something to uh, smile about. Uh, by the way, insecure actor uh, Kendrick Sampson, hit by rubber bullets in L.A. during the uh, George Floyd protest. Uh, insecure is an HBO series. Wow. Um, let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's go here. Um, Disney Plus has had a massive hit on its hands with the Mandalorian, and one of the reasons is for Baby Yoda. So uh, Disney's gallery will take a look at the design of Baby Yoda. That's right, folks. Baby Yoda. It's going to be a nice, fun little time. Uh, Tyler Perry, of course, pleads to Atlanta, please, please stop this violence. Of course, as you know, uh, Steve Harvey has a Facebook show on that is produced by the uh, uh, produced at Tyler Perry Studios. There are reports unconfirmed that uh, Steve Harvey has asked the folks at Fremantle to move Family Feud back to Atlanta to uh, be housed at the Tyler Perry Studios. So we'll just see if that's going to happen for uh, next year, as, of course, the coronavirus sort of screwed things over for uh, this last season, or this season of uh, those shows. Uh, Shark Tank, by the way was your Friday winner as ABC and Fox tie for the big old network crown. Yay. Uh, let's see. Uh, commercial shoots start to pick up as restrictions on film and TV productions begin to lift. And, uh, Apple's Ted Lasso comedy series offers a first look at Jason Sudeikis in the title role. So, yay, of a small-time college football coach. That's not bad, is it? Nope. Okay. Uh, how are we doing on time, Maureen? Fine. Hmm? We're good? Uh, one more story before we, uh, before we uh, 
take along uh, Siesta and everybody can go watch uh, that wonderful thing we call Toonami. If you're still a Dancing with the Star fan, uh, you'll be redirected in eight seconds. Okay, come on. There we go. If you're a Dancing with the Stars fan, uh, don't look for uh, Season 29 just yet. It's still being discussed in a COVID-19 world. In the comments of the host, Throwback Thursday Instagram post, a fan asked if Dancing was coming back in the fall. Bergeron, Tom Bergeron responded, ABC has renewed the show for a Season 29, but when and how? Still being discussed. And the hope would be it would air in the fall, but acknowledge that the very nature of the show would make it difficult to do so during the pandemic. And I do got to agree with him. So if there is going to be a season 29, only trouble is we don't know when and just don't know where, actually. So, uh, Stick around for that. And Brain, I think that's it from uh, my little angle of the world. All right. Well, now I got something I want to play on here. Um, uh, first, I want to test to make sure if uh, audio will work if I play it from how I got it set up right now. So let's just do a little testy, uh, little test here. Hold on. I'm going to record myself real quick. Okay. Alright, and now to bring, I don't know how I'm going to do this actually, Uh, alright, okay that did not play through, okay. Um, hold on. Okay. I gotta figure out how I'm gonna get it to play so that the audience can hear it as well. Um, audio, audio device. Okay. So Hold up, dude. Steven, you have to stop running. Please. Steven, we should get you back to the hospital. Hospital? When were you in the hospital? You didn't tell them? Okay. It wasn't that important, you guys. You're making a big deal out of nothing. 
Have I done some things wrong? Sure. I trashed the house today. I broke an anvil. What teenager hasn't? Dad and I got in a little disagreement, but that's practically a rite of passage. I mean, it would be weird if we didn't, right? And maybe I've had a not-so-nice thought or two about, like, you know, slamming White Diamond's head through a pillar. But it's not like I actually went through with it. It's, <laughs> I only actually shattered Jasper. <gasps> what? <gasps> you're, you're joking, right? Oh, don't worry. I fixed that, too. I can fix anything. I can just keep messing up and fixing things forever. And you'll never have to know or think about any of it. Steven. <sighs> How messed up is that? That I've gotten away with this for so long that you have no idea how bad I am. You, you think I'm so great and I'm so mature and I always know what to do, but that's not true. I haven't learned a thing from my problems. They've all just made me worse. You think of me as some angel, but I'm not that kid anymore. I'm a fraud. <laughs> I'm a fraud. I'm a monster. I'm assuming you heard that. Yes. Well, what is your reaction? Wow. That is an impersonator of Gilbert Gottfried <laughs> doing a Steven Universe uh, scene. Because I love had, it. Because I had money to spend and I spent it. So, yes. Yep. Loved it. And I think that's a good way to end this show. We will see you next week. I'm Jade at Steve. Peace.